Before we get started today, as this is a podcast funded by fans, and this is the last podcast of the month, a special thank you. Thank you to all of our patrons, but especially the following five. Ashley, Winchy, Angie, Jennifer, and Julie K., my sound lover. Thank you all so much. From the bottom of every Lady of the Night's heart, we appreciate you so much. And now, on to the show. And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 404. I am your host and the author of the pieces you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack. This is a podcast in which I say things that hopefully you like to hear that entice you, usually. What you're about to hear, however, should you wish, is a piece meant to bolster. The last two weeks, I've gotten a lot of messages saying that things are not looking so great for the individual messenger. And all I can say is, you are not alone. So, here is a little bit of a roleplay. A message from the void. An MP3 left in one of your group chats or boxes from an old name. Here. Listen. And hopefully you can feel a little bit less quiet. Hey, you. It's, uh, it's been a while. I thought that I would... Well, I thought that I would leave you a message. And I was going to call. But then I thought, what if you pick up? And then I got nervous. And that was a couple of days ago. I think. It's hard to say. You, um... You always laughed that I was so good with time. But... Not anymore. Everything just blurs together now. Everything. Time, memory, space. And I... I thought about leaving you this message for a while. I guess longer than I intended. Sorry for that. I know you said I could always call you. And I know you said that I'd always be welcomed. But it's just not that easy. Is it? Still. Even late. Here I am. Hi. So. Uh. How are you? I know you can't answer, but I hope you're okay. I hope you see this as an invitation. I hope you see it as something that you could rely on. Even after I said I wasn't sure if I could call you and got nervous at discussing the prospect. But in truth, I really am here for you, even if I don't know how to show it. I don't think you'll take me up on that offer, though. 
and I don't blame you. It's very hard to reach out in general, and it's very, very hard to reach out right now. And after everything that we said to one another about how we needed to, well, about how we needed to just be better about it, asking for help, being open, here we are. At least here's where I think we are. I hope that you're just killing it, crushing it, doing so well. I do. I hope that you're... I hope that you're managing, and not just that, that you're finding moments of happiness and peace and all the rest. I do really doesn't matter how things ended between us, and it doesn't really matter if we ever, ever, ever speak again, even if I very much want to. What matters... What matters... is that you keep going. Is that... You find a way to make peace, find some happiness, find a little place that you can breathe in all this, and then just breathe in, breathe out. What matters is you and your feelings. All of them, complicated as they are, every last one of them matters. And every last one of them is, is important. It makes you up. It's a fiber of your being. So, for me, for whatever I meant to you and the good I'm telling you, you're doing okay. At least I think you are. And you're strong. I know you are. And the ground keeps shifting. But you could always move your feet pretty quick when you had to. I know you're going to make it to the other side of this. I'm going to make it to the other side of everything. This is just another this, right? It's just another this or that. But I think it helps to hear it sometimes. Even if it's silly, or even if it seems like it's too much, I thought maybe that's better than nothing at all. When you still held me in confidence, when you still asked my advice on meaningful things, personal things, this would be the kind of thing that you'd ask about. And here I am to tell you that <laughs> my advice is just keep being you. Really. Even, even if you don't think you're doing great. And let me just give you a short list of things that nobody who cares about you, who loves you, who appreciates you in any way, is going to care <laughs> that you may have messed up on that. I know. 
from our time together that you just, you just can't help yourself but try and be a little perfectionist on no one's going to care that you got snippy. No one's going to care that you got mad. No one's going to care that you put it on the internet. No one's going to care that you had a period where you just cried, couldn't get out of bed, didn't shower, didn't clean, weren't perfect. No one's going to care about any of it. I think a part of you might be worried that you're going to emerge on the other side and that you're going to be judged and that other people are going to... They're going to be really excited to talk about the ways that maybe you didn't hold your head up. But really, on the other side of this, people are just going to be so happy to not talk about it. It's just about getting there. It's just getting to that point. So I really, if you ever cared about my opinion of you, I want you to try and do your best to put away all the ideas, all the concepts you had about who you had to be in life, in 2020, as the woman you are. And just really keep focusing on the things that actually matter, your heart, your feelings. Your psyche. When's the last time you said that word? My psyche is valuable. I understand that all this can be overstated and unwelcomed. It was not invited. But I thought it better to say it than not. Wherever you are. However you are, my thoughts are with you. I want the best for you. And I know that you have better days ahead. So, go get to them. And I hope that piece could give you a little something, if that's what you were looking for. If you are looking to be enticed, however, if you're looking to continue the role, please, let's look no further than the following piece. It goes by the name Ruined. You only get to come when I say. You only get to come when I say you can come, that's not going to be a problem, is it? No, I don't think so. Not, not with my thumb slowly working its way up your ass. <laughs> no. It really won't be a problem, will it? It never is at first. You can always be so good at first. Do you even realize how much I've taken you over? Do you even realize how far I've pushed you?
Not how far you've come. No. Where I drove you. Almost effortlessly, I imagine you'd say. I have a different perspective. I have a very different perspective than you. It's just like the one that I have with my lips at your ear. You see, here, here I can see the beads of sweat forming. I can see your brow furrowing. I can see your face without makeup. And I can watch it clench as I move my thumb around in just little circles. I lubricated it so well for you. I trimmed the nail so meticulously because all I want you to feel right now, right this second, is the exquisite fullness. Really tightens your throat, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Mmm. There is this. <laughs> well, what else to say? There is this very, very kind of silly aspect about you. Mmm. You're naked. You've offered yourself to me. I'm literally toying with your ass. And you're still tense. You're still tense. Like you can help anything that's going to happen from here on in. You can't. Can you? No. But your body is still telling you that you're in control. Relax. Let go. Give me control. That way, as I begin to slowly, slowly but fully plug your ass and keep it nice and full, But aren't you so glad that my hand is so big and strong and still that I can just reach up and start stroking that fucking pair of pussy lips? Ooh, so good. <laughs> that fucking pair of fucking pussy lips. Is it so wet for me? So ready for me? Oh no. Is this hmm, something nice for me? It can't come. It can't. Even with that nice full ass and even with this wonderful finger just rolling around it. Rolling. And rolling, 
alive. Hmm. Aren't you so glad that my cock is so thick? Ooh, that got quite a little shiver out of all of you, but especially your pussy. Hmm. I guess my thumb's a little too snug. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want to make you feel so exposed and open as I toy with you. I think I'm doing a pretty good job right now, don't you think so? Hmm. You can't come. Even as I touch your clit. Even as you feel that fullness, how wet you are, the sting of the air against that fucking Cold, hot, wet, ready pussy juice. Mmm. I love it. I do. Don't you enjoy it? Don't you enjoy how much I enjoy it? Sliding up and down it? Moving through it? <laughs> oh, and you know I love the taste. Hmm. Are you going to leave a lot for me to clean up? Are you worried I might make you clean it up? The first time I took your tongue, stuck it in the wet spot, you looked at me with such fury. <laughs> I haven't done that mean little trick to you in a while. Making you say how much you love being so wet, and then making you clean it all up. And you do get so wet when you can't come, don't you? You get so fucking wet, just like you are right now. Fingers moving up and down, getting closer and closer to your clit again. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? How in the world are you going to avoid coming as I start to stroke it so gently, looking at your face so fucking intensely? It's a real contrast, the savageness of me being so snug up your ass, the intensity of my eyes, why I'm just making you melt every time you try and look at me. Mm. <laughs> I make you live away. Right away. Don't I? Oh. I love talking down to you. I love talking down to you as I move my finger up in circles. You can't come. You can't come. That's the fucking rule. You can't fucking come. Even as I began to tickle it a little faster, sliding beside it and pressing in just the way you like. How many times have I made you come this way? You really thought that a man would never be able to tickle your clit until you fucking came? You really thought it was such a mystery? Obviously not to me. The only ingredient missing was just my teeth so close to your cheek to your jaw, 
to your ear could just bite you. <laughs> I could. Do you understand what level of control I'm in? Just sticking a thumb up your ass, telling you you can't fucking come? Looking at your pretty little face as I tickle you? Do you understand how powerful a man must be to make a woman feel like this? Yes, you do, don't you? Uh-huh, give in to me and I'll make you come. Give in to me and I'll make you come. Don't you want it? I don't need to use a harsh voice. I don't need to use a threat. I have total control, don't I? Give me the nod and you can come. Give me the nod. There we go. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let's go. Let's go. Faster, 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 faster. Right on it. Nice vibrations. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. This is what we do. This is what we do and this is how we do it now. And it's so fucking Easy, yes, right there, good, ooh, full and easy, you are so fucking wet for me, how do you even put up a resistance, you just get wet at the very sound of hello, don't you, you get wet when you know I'm going to touch you, when you're going to be with me, you wish you didn't. But there you are, wet, wet, wet. All for me. Coming so easily. <laughs> Look at how easily a finger just moves right into you after you do, too. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Don't. Don't. Don't enjoy it so much. If it's just some game where you think I get to molest you, and then you get really close and you hold it until I tell you to stop holding it, that's not a very fun game. See, I'm still looking at you so intensely right now. Are you wondering if maybe you made a mistake? Maybe you weren't allowed to come that quickly after all. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I did say it though, right? You didn't just hear what you wanted to hear. You didn't just get manipulated into me rubbing your clit to the point that you came. No. That'd be horrible. That'd be some kind of psychological abuse, making you question it, especially as I move the finger in and out of that fucking wet pussy that just knows how much it wants this, and wants more, so much more, how fucking tight it is, that one finger going in because of the thumb already up your ass, that little pinch, that little friction, as I squeeze the two little paths together, not a lot, just enough, just enough to make you feel it. Mm -hmm. Make you feel all plugged up, make you feel what it's like, and remember, you love to be double penetrated by me. Yes, you do. You fucking love it. Don't moan. Moaning just makes you want to come. And the game isn't, 
I get to feel really good, hold out for a second, and then come. The game is, you don't get to fucking come. And you're so lucky that I just let you. And here I am, molesting you anyway. Because what it's about is power. You feel it, don't you? When I squeeze your fucking insides, you feel that it's about power. And it is. It's about the ability for you and I to feel it in a sexual congress together. And as we do, as we make it happen, I want you to know that I want that power from you just as much as you want it from me. I do. I want to tug it from you just as badly as you want to tug it from me. Maybe even more so. Can you imagine? Can you imagine wanting it that bad? Can you? And here it is. Right there. Looking you in your pretty face. <laughs> power. The power to molest you. The, the power to make everything that happens to you fall further and further under my domain. Power that you want to give me. That I take from you. Power, like telling you that I'm going to plug your ass and molest you, and even then, that you're just going to comply, that you're going to give me parts of you you'd never give anyone else. That you're not even allowed to have fun. It's not even about you having fun. It's about that dynamic. It turns me on that much. I might just to you be sticking my thumb up your pussy, but to me, this is everything. This is so much more than cramming my tongue down your throat in a back alley. This is so much more than putting my hand on your knee underneath a tablecloth. This, this is real ownership. No one can interrupt. No one could understand. No one needs to. Because this is mine. And can't even feel good as I begin to push that second finger in. Can you? Uh-oh. You can't feel good. Because if it feels good, then what happens next? So you just have to sort of take it. Because you know what's going to happen. It's going to keep building, isn't it? <laughs> In a way, your body is realizing as those fingers begin to push in and out. That's the worst thing I could have done. Making you come so quickly. Setting you up like that. Saying that you can't. Making it happen. Giving you permission and then moving right into your pussy.
taking it nice and slow. Ooh, I don't normally take it so nice and slow, do I? It's almost as though I want every single nerve ending online and receptive and ready. Because normally, I think you have a few to spare. And it's okay to miss some, <sighs> hurt others. But not right now. No. There's a real desire, a real desire to make you enjoy it. Not just the end result, but all of it. Every thrust as I move those fingers in and out. <laughs> mm. Mm. And as I do, and as I push it, and as it goes, oh my goodness, doesn't it feel good? Doesn't it feel good? You can't fucking come. Me molesting you, me staring at you, me paying you all this attention to you, this has got to mean so much, and you still can't fucking come. At all. That ache is really building, isn't it? <laughs> Letting you do so before I began to really push it, using your lubrication against you? It's too much, isn't it? You think so? You do? Here, let me show you that it's not when I move your wrist to my cock. Do you feel how fucking hot and hard I am for you? Do you feel this fucking solid rod of flesh? You made it. You made it happen. When I'm pushing into you, when I'm making you not come, I'm doing so much more than that. Your ass is starting to really pulse around my thumb. That's quite the telltale sign. That pussy always tightens. That pussy is always wet. But that ass pulsing is really telling me something about it. Now, there's a possibility that if I took my thumb out, and we put a plug in that maybe I could get more mobility with my wrist and I could really, really, really fuck your pussy. And then maybe, possibly, in that kind of action, who knows, at the last moment you might be allowed to come. Maybe. Maybe. But you would have to take whatever plug I've decided is the right plug to shove up your ass. Up your ass just to try it out. Your face, the way that you're calculating, the way that you're saying yes, but you don't want to say yes. That's smart. Absolutely shouldn't go too quickly into this. Do you want me to plug your pretty little asshole so I can really start to make your pussy feel things? Do you want that? Yeah? Relax. Relax! And don't moan in disappointment as I remove my fucking fingers from your fucking pussy. Relax as I take my fucking thumb 
out your goddamn ass. Spread those cheeks. And really and truly begin to push this goddamn toy right inside you. Oh, you're supposed to moan and you're supposed to be stiff, but you're not supposed to move your ass out of the position that I put it in. So, hold it there as we sink it in. Because it has to be snug. That friction from both sides, that's really what I'm after right now. Mm. I've been dying to feel your ass plugged up while I slid this perfect hot cock right on into you. Uh-uh, I didn't say anything about using my wrist to fuck you, to make you come, to get you closer, just that I would have the range of motion. And sometimes, well, sometimes you really need it to grip onto a woman, especially when you've just had your thumb up her ass, and you have to use that hand to balance on the mattress. But you see, I'm ready. I'm as fucking hot as I've been, and it's been too long, and I want this pussy. The problem is, it's extra wet and extra tight, and has been a while. So you can't come. But even worse yet, if you make me come too quickly and embarrass me, you are in so much fucking trouble you don't even know. Mm -mm. Take it. Take it as it enters you. Take it. Take it. Yes, I love it when you think I'm too much. Even after I open you up, even after I get you so wet, I love it when you think I'm too much. Mm, and I am, aren't I? And I am. I'm so fucking thick inside your tight little walls. You can't come. <sighs> You're so small compared to me, my fucking arm draped around your midsection and pulling you in, rocking back and forth, in and out, in and out. Yes. 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 Oh, you better not fucking make me come. What are you doing? Are you trying to? With how fucking wet you are? How fucking good you feel? Huh? Oh, this whole fucking session, your entire face has been scrunched up. Look at it now. Your neck is just sending it all over. I can't even read you. And I suppose that's all the information I need watching your 
hair bounce up and down as I begin to thrust more rhythmically in you. Yes, yes, that's all the information I need from you, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, yes, good. 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 You can't come. Don't fucking make me come. You feel too fucking good. Are you trying to fucking make me come? Are you trying to fucking make me come? Huh? Are you? Are you trying to fucking make me come? I'm asking you a question. Are you? Are you? Is this pussy so good it's just a... Huh? Huh? You're not gonna come, are you? You're not gonna come, are you? You can't come. I wanted to take this pussy so slow. I'm still not fucking it. Not really. Not fucking really. I want to ruin this fucking pussy. I want to ruin all of you. It's been too long since I've seen a fucking river of sweat down your ass crack. It's been too long since I've seen you sigh and heave and turn into different shapes and contortions as you tried to rest after... It's been too long since I've seen your eyes glassy and your mouth open just because I fucked you. Nothing else, just fucking you. It's been too long since you were ruined. And I need to ruin you. And I need to ruin you. And I need to ruin you. Yes, 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 yes. You feel so fucking good. <laughs> You feel so fucking good. Yes, you do. 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 Fuck yes. 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 Come on. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You can't fucking make me come. You can't fucking come. You can't fucking make me come. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. 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 Come on. Come on. Try to fucking make me come? Come on. Yes, yes, yes. Come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me, come for me. Yes, 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 yes. thing more fun than making you come is putting you in a constant state of agony before I do. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. Man alive, uh, things are really interesting right now, and I'm getting just such a scattershot of, uh, of DMs and fan mail. And I really do want to make something for everybody, but it's no real surprise if you've made it this far into the show that I'm kind of an emotional sop, and I, I, I've spoken pretty openly about my mental health issues and battles going forward, or, or in the past, and, and, and what's gotten me to this point. 
And as somebody who has nothing but sympathy and empathy for even people he he normally can't stand when their mental illness activates or worsens in some way, I just want to say before I, I go forward and, and start with these questions that you have you have all the grace that the world can give you right now. Keep going. Take it bit by bit. I know it's hard. Um, and, and know that in my way, I'm trying to at least walk that path with you. I'm trying to be very brave and very patient with people and myself. And I, I'm asking you to do that for you if you're struggling. It's the long, hot summer season. It's just getting started. We're not going anywhere. But if you're one of those people out there who feel like you're white-knuckling it from time to time, I just want to assure you you're far from alone. And uh, I do think that we're going to make it to the other side of this. Just A-okay. All right. We have a series of questions today. Thank you so much for everybody who sent in a question. Question number one from Purple. Hi, Jack. It's Purple. Um, I have a question for you. Please. Um, what cartoons did you watch when you were a child? And is it still on TV? And do you still watch it? Uh, no, the cartoons I watched as a kid have been rebooted like a billion times, I feel like. But no, uh, they're not still on. The biggest one would be He-Man. And I've, I saw that She-Ra got rebooted like a couple years ago. And then last night I saw that She-Ra uh, is on like season five or six. And I gotta say, <laughs> when they revealed her, they toned down, you know, she wasn't in a chainmail bikini and all that. And that was, that was a whole news story. But at least the promo picture they showed for like Netflix season five, she's dressed like an animated CW character. She's in like a cloak and stuff. She looks awesome. And the fact that He-Man somehow, uh, way back when, <laughs> got us got us both the, the Blondie video, if you haven't seen He-Man he Blondie, oh, and you need to laugh. <laughs> Boy, do I encourage you to look that up. I don't know if it holds up with age, but I still think it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I can't believe it got us that, and a She-Ra, who's fully clothed, appears to actually be ruling as a dignitary over over things in some way. Wild world. Um, I have a question. I don't know if you answered it before, but what's your favorite place to kiss on someone? I What I heard was <clears throat> that little cough is because of the shock. Uh, did you say my favorite place to kiss on someone? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. But... What's your favorite place to kiss on someone? I'm hearing kiss on someone, and I'm going to say the lips, Purple. My favorite place to kiss somebody is right on the lips. Okay, up next we have questions from, I think, Nettie. Hello, Jack. I'm Nettie. Hi, Nettie. One of your newest ladies in the Discord server. Very nice to um, have you here. Before my questions, I just wanted to say thank you to yourself and the fellow ladies of the night for making me feel so welcome. So quick, actually. I think that's the join the Discord server and not just lurked around for the first couple of weeks. So thank you. Well, you've very been a much. lovely addition. Oh, 
um, ask oh, her the questions. I thought we lost her. Okay. The first one being, have you ever been to any conventions, whether it's like MAGFest or Anime Expo? Or <laughs> if you've been to any, which ones or which ones would you like to go to? Okay, I'm laughing at that because I was actually just having this discussion with a woman who I think made me sexually non-viable for having the discussion with her. I think I went from someone she could date to someone that she couldn't because I said, you know, I'm actually kind of interested in going to a con. So this just happened, uh, really, uh, and I could I could feel the hesitation kind of, I could feel the water rush out from the other end, as it were. Uh, <laughs> and I said, you know, I know it's dumb, but I'm actually the biggest fan of Stranger Things. And I, it's just this lovely little uh, cocktail that comes around every once in a while, and you drink it all in one go. No, it's not perfect, but it's really sweet and succulent, and you get heady and drunk off of it. It's fantastic, and then you wait for the next round. Uh, and I actually really like it, and I really like David Harbour and Winona Ryder. I like them. I like the adults. And so I was telling this person about how I was actually going like, wow, there's going to be a Stranger Things con. And I, I was actually like, <clears throat> well, I really like that show and I think it's interesting. You know, I've never really been to a con. It looks pretty cheap. It looks like a kind of a fun vacation. I haven't been to Lana in a billion years. Why not? And then as soon as I looked into it, I realized everything was about the fucking kids on the show. Like, I heard that the show was very popular, and it is very popular, like, numbers-wise and all that. I had no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, can I wear my Stranger's Things hoodie outside? That I love that hoodie, and it's a great color on me. It says Hawking's Middle School. One of you got it from me. I'm sorry, I can't remember who. Uh, and, and I love it. <clears throat> but I'm like, can I wear that outside the house? <laughs> Or people that think I'm trying to fucking talk to like the fucking 16 year olds who want to go to the Stranger Thing. I legitimately was looking up the Stranger Thing con. Like, oh, yeah. I was like looking up like, you know, the cost and the hotel and all that. I was like, this is, this is the dumbest thing I've ever contemplated. And then I literally saw it was just nothing but fucking 16 year olds. <laughs> Will I go to a con in the future? Almost oh, certainly. Uh, one in particular, no. And, like, I love Lost, but the idea of going to Lost Con... There was a Lost, like, reunion con ten years after the fact, and I just thought, oh, that's just a bunch of depressed fucking fan theories that didn't come to fruition. Like, what What are we going to say to each other? <laughs> All right. And then um, my second question, does the fact that the ladies of the night get the tingles from your voice technically mean that our junk is voice activated oh my gosh yeah let's think i i wish you all a good night and have a good week and all that good stuff and oh. i'll see you all in the server thank you very much Nettie. appreciate you jumping right in uh talking up the ladies they are very sweet uh <laughs> I I think I shared that on my Twitter or something a couple of months back. If you're aroused by voices, technically your genitals are voice activated. I think I shared something along those lines a couple of months back. Uh, I, I'm mostly laughing at the tingles. I don't know why I'm going into such defenses here for Nettie, but here I am defending my character once again. <laughs> Probably imputing my character in an attempt of defending it. But here we go. Uh, do I enjoy that I have a nice voice? Yes. 
do I enjoy that I have a voice that physically makes women's pussies spasm? Mixed relationship. Mixed bag, if I'm being completely candid with you all. I... <laughs> I like... I like being attractive. I like having having women be attracted to me. Sometimes women don't know how to quite inform you of things that you do to them, especially if 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 they're, you know, of the opinion that they've sexually seen the world and then you surprise them. Sometimes they can jump the gun a little bit with the details they give you on a first or second or third or fourth or fifth or tenth encounter. And when that does happen, that's... I I do think that I turn roughly the color maroon, and I feel as though, even though I am fairly big and imposing these days, uh, I feel as though I shriek down itty-bitty sometimes. And it's just, you just, you never know where it's going to come. And I just, I know that now that I'm at a point that really the only thing holding me back is a little bit of ego and a whole lot of virus from getting out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, that it's just inevitable. It's just inevitable that it's going to be a woman and she's going to be very nice and very sweet and she's going to grab me a little too tight. That already happens. That already happens when I'm not the Grey Knight. I've already had women like like women that I didn't know, did not know, like walk up and like grab me and be like, hello. Now, that may sound like a brag because it is. And it, and it was nice every time it happened, which is why I filed it away. And I just know that that's now going to happen to another level. Like a whole nother magnitude when I get out there now. Especially very shy, very reserved women who know that they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go. And I'm going to get the real life version of the DM encounter, which is first thing out of her mouth. I'm just such a big fan. Thank you so much. Second thing out of her mouth. Really wonderful as well. Like, you know, I just I really love it. Oh, again, thank you so much. Third thing out of her mouth, leans in. It's literally dripping down my back of my knee right now. Like, <laughs> Ooh, I wasn't ready for door number three to open. And I'm always a little bit on guard now because you'd be surprised at how often door number three is that. So at this point, door number one and two are very much just me getting on the equivalent of the face shield in the hazmat suit. Here we go. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Better be safe than sorry. Oh, number three was also very nice. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. Ah, oh, so classy of you. So do I like it? Yes. Sometimes because I'm a sexual entity... And I present in a sexual way, though. <laughs> it, it's a little too much. Ah, parasocial relationships. Who's got these things figured out? Not fucking me. Up next is Ashley. Hi, Jack. It's Ashley. Hi, um, Ashley. I just wanted to know how you were doing. Um, 
throughout all this craziness that has been locked down. And if you had any recommendations as far as your top five horror movies. Oh, shit! Putting me on the spot! I do like horror movies. Top five is going to be a little hard, so let me let me vamp a little in my mind while I try and narrow that list down a little bit. Because top five is definitely too big. I don't do top five anything. Baby. I can't even do top five inches, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, this is vamping. How am I doing with the craziness? I realize that I have been in lockdown for four months. Over four months. Uh, the other day, I went in about mid-February, and I made a lot of jokes about how it wasn't different from my normal life and what have you, but it has been, and it's been rough. And lately, the big sad is, there's a real chance I might not touch another human being in 2020. I want to. I've been talking. I've been flirting. I, I, I... I legitimately have been trying to be like open and 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 just really direct about everything and where I am and when women still accept and embrace that it it just seems like a very receptive signal you know when when me my therapist and women I'm flirting with are all seemingly on emotional the same page which has never really happened before mostly because i mean not mostly entirely because of me uh you know that's that's where i thought i was heading into this year i really thought i was heading into this year in a very different way than what i got i know no, no sad violin for me everybody's gotten that um but it is rough not having touched a human being in so long and knowing that it's months and months out still. That's rough. I made peace with a lot of things. Um, but this is, this is a difficult year to be on your own in this world. And that is exactly why I've been trying to show you all such gratitude in such choppy waters. Try to be so regular and so honest and... And, and again, trying to be so patient with everyone at every turn. Because it's really rough. But I am in more isolation than virtually anyone you know. Not just physically. And I have been for a while. And it is lonesome. And... Don't see a way out of it in the next 6 to 12 months. Not for anything other than brief, risky visits. Which I'm, you know, I gotta, I gotta weigh the options of day by day. Don't we all? Uh, that's how I'm dealing with it. So with that horror show in mind, the criteria I have decided on are my top five horror movies from the 2010s. Uh, these are all horror movies that I think uh, were just exceptional in a decade that uh, for, for years, the first years of it, horror fans were going, oh my god, this is going to be the worst decade in horror ever since the last one. Uh, the 2000s is definitely a worst decade for horror. Holy shit. 
Uh, <laughs> so these are this is 2010 through 2019 because a decade is 10 years, not 11. Okay. Uh, number not, in no particular order. I'm just going to go with these. Cabin in the Woods. If you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods and you do like horror movies, just go in blind. The less you know about Cabin in the Woods, the absolute better. Uh, it is a deconstruction of horror movies. It's very fun. It's very funny. And it's, a, it's an out-and-out joy. If you, if you like deconstructing stories, and especially if you like deconstructing horror. So Cabin in the Woods, just for that. It really, for a while there, every horror fan, I think, thought that like, oh, Cabin in the Woods is going to be like the only good one. <laughs> uh, good golly gosh. Get out for certain. Uh, if, especially if you are fucking white. Fucking white. I can say that. I'm white. Especially if you're fucking white and you haven't seen it and you're going like, what's, what's all this about? What's all this? Hey, Jack, answer some questions about what's happening and with race relations in America in 2020 for me. Why don't you? Uh, well, here's a, here's a good piece of media to point to. Get Out. Uh, based on an Eddie Murphy skit where a black family moves into a house. The house says, get out, and they get the fuck out, unlike every white family in the 80s horror movies. Uh, it's a, literally about feeling like your blackness is the only part of your identity that some portions are seeing, that you're not ever really being given a true dealing of who you are from white people because you don't know who you can trust or not. And it really examines questions of, of race, especially with the Stephen Root character, I think, uh, uh, on a tremendous level. So, uh, fun, fun, fun movie for our times. Uh, I'm just going to go and say it, even though it's back-to-back, -back, because I couldn't come up with another one that's better off the top. I was, you know, obviously I'm vamping. Uh, but Us is fantastic, and I was just thinking about the car sequence... Uh, with the daughters, with us, unlike Get Out, uh, I do want to preface it. Us is a movie about doppelgangers, and it also is a movie about America. And the movie about America is not subtle. The movie will tell you over and over again uh, that America is a unique prospect in this horror movie universe for Jordan Peele. And besides being shot well and acted well, I've recently, like a lot of people, been dwelling into the dark psyche of America. Like, why is this happening in America? Why, why are specific things happening in America with the coronavirus, with COVID-19? Um, and while us doesn't examine those issues in particular, it also kind of does. So not only is it a great shot, fun acted horror movie, uh, yeah, I think, I think the script's got some issues. But it's still really fucking good. Okay, up next. I think I always get this fucking movie wrong. So if I do get the title wrong, look it up. Because it's really, really good. And I think it's going to be the cult classic of the 2010s. I really do. Get Out's not going to be a cult classic. It was too big and celebrated for it to become a cult classic. The cult classic, the one that's going to go under the radar that's actually, like, really fucking good, uh, is Hereditary. It's got... I'm going to fuck this up. Is it Tony Collette? I'm almost positive. It's Tony Collette 
Gabriel Burns Are the Parents, and it is a movie within a movie. It's two movies. I don't want to spoil anything about this one at all. From the opening shot, you will know how invested you should be in this movie. It is horror, horror. This is a movie that's trying to horrify you. It is trying to make your parts of your lunch lurch in your stomach. It is trying to make your bones chill. It is trying to, uh, it is trying to make you feel mortal, physical, and psychological horror. And I absolutely love it. It is definitely, of the movies that I've listed so far, the least for beginners, the least for the nightmare prone. Watch the fuck out with that one. Uh, And then lastly for 2010, I am gonna just throw a soft one in for number five. It's not good. Or, I mean, it is good, but it's not great. I'm going to throw it in anyway because I have a soft spot for it. I really like it. Uh, I kept thinking the first time I saw it, like, this is, more horror movies should do this. This is great. And then I had to see it a second time with company, and I got to watch them observe it and what they watched about it or not. And I was all like, yeah, 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 yeah. This movie's not hitting all the benchmarks, but this is great. This is a This is a fun horror movie, and we should see more like it. Uh, Paranormal Activity number three. Number three in particular. What's so fun or unique about Paranormal Activity number three? They use shitty cams from, I want to say the 70s? Maybe, no, it's got to be the 80s. They use shitty camcorders from the 80s to to film it. They probably didn't. They probably used cameras and then used treatment and post. But I don't don't know anything about it. But the really fun thing about it is it's essentially... Kind of like a single mom story. She's not a single mom, but it's a blended family. When blended families are still given the stink eye in America. Uh, and and it's told through her and her daughters. And she is... I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very feminine perspective. I, I feel really good about recommending Paranormal Activity number three to this audience. It's... Got so many little lines and so many cute things, and the mom is so considerate of her daughters and the entity and what's going on and and trying to understand and reason with their psyches, the daughter's psyches and, and, and their perspectives. I kept thinking that, like, oh, man, if this movie just threaded the needle, if it just got a little bit closer to some things, this would just be an instant classic. So those are my top five. Holy shit. Those are my top five for uh, horror movies for the 2010s. Thank you very much. Ashley, last up, we have 80. It's 80. There we go. I've got a couple questions for you. Okay. Riffing off of last week and the question about you and Mrs. Kitty and your sleeping arrangements. <laughs> so the first one is about temperature. Oh, no. Do you tend to be... A cool sleeper or a warm sleeper? Like if you wake up in the middle of the night, which are you more likely to be? I am hot, 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 baby. I run so hot. Women cling to me in the winters. I miss Scandinavia winters because the women would come from apartment complexes away just to bask in the radial glow of my body heat. Warm or too cool? Likewise with the room temperature 
you prefer to sleep with it warmer or colder, regardless of the outside temperature? Regardless of, of outside temperature, I like to sleep around 66 degrees internally Fahrenheit, and there is a growing body of research that says somewhere between 65 and 70 degrees Fahrenheit is optimal for sleeping. Um, and the last part of that question is, do you tend to steal covers when you're sleeping with a partner? Okay, the second question. Yes. The answer is yes, I am a dirty, dirty cover thief. It's true. I don't mean to be. It's all physics. I'm very, very big. I'm very, very dense. And I've got a whole lot of fucking torque. So when I roll, I take. Alright? I don't want to. It's physics. Do you, do you want to get in a fight about the size of your bladder every day when you have to go to the bathroom more than me? No? That's physics, too. Multiple parts. Hold on. That's anatomy. That's not physics. Hold your hate mail. Um, do you tend to be a sprawler or a curler when you're sleeping? I'm a what roller baby. Position do you I roll like a fucking katamari. Get used to it. I'll tear you out beforehand, get you nice and sleepy. Usually sleep in, side, stomach, back. Yes. And um, do you have a favorite side of the bed? Right hand side. If you have a partner. No. Okay, third question. Um, has anyone ever told you that you snore? Yes. And last question is, do you tend to sleep touching your partner or not touching them once you're in a relationship? Ah! Once I'm in a relationship, that implies that it changes. The answer is I absolutely, unless it is 1,000% requested and we are in a cool room and you have been cool, like, you know, really cool the whole time. You're not getting a fucking grapple to sleep. What are you, what are you talking about? Nobody gets that. Nobody gets grappled to sleep. That doesn't actually happen. Our left arms would fall off because we all want the right-hand side. Don't we, ladies? Don't we? All right, I definitely went on too long of a tear there. Thank you so much for all of the questions there. 80, uh, Ashley, Nettie, and Purple, I appreciate each and every last one of you. Really and truly. That's going to do it for us. It is going to be the end of this fucking episode. <sighs> what a month, huh? I mean, what a fucking month, huh? Well, at least we're getting through it. Thank you very much for being a part of it. Coming out and see a live show. Really mean a lot. Just you being there. Just you making a request. It, it, it perks my spirits up. Thank you to all the questions this week. Again, one last time. Thank you to everybody who shared, who supported. All the new girls. Everybody who followed. Everybody who left a review. Really, truly. It means a lot. I'm going through all this too, just like you are. I might be isolated from some of the more bad consequences, but I'm also isolated from some of the good stuff, too. And it's a long, long, long road ahead, I do believe. How nice it would be to be wrong. I hope you'll be there to walk it with me. See you next week.